is Hard Place, a novel by R.A. Jacobson. Listener discretion is advised. Contains strong language, violence, and some adult situations. Chapter 33. Brian Comes to Visit. The day's work was finished. The air felt dusty and thick. To the south, a bank of dark clouds towered into the sky and squatted heavy on the horizon. They could use some rain, as long as it didn't turn into hail. Jacob took his hat off, wiped his slick forehead, and looked into the distance. The lower part of his face was tanned. His ever-present baseball cap protected the upper part from the sun, leaving it close to fish-belly white. He sighed. It had been a long day, and there was always more to do. His mind wasn't on the farm, though. The past few days, he had thought about Billy a lot. It wasn't fair. He was just a kid, just starting out, and now he was done. A life finished without getting going, Jacob laughed at himself. Billy had been 36, not a kid at all, but Jacob thought of him that way, like a baby brother who needed looking after. Well, he hadn't done a good job at that. According to Brian, Billy was poking around the judges, and that wasn't good. The judge was the reason for everything shit around these parts. Why Jacob's life was shit, at the very least. It was the judge who had taken everything from him. Years ago, he had tried to take his revenge on the judge, and it hadn't gone well. Not well at all. Jacob shook himself. It wasn't time for that. No, now he needed to find out what in hell Billy was up to, and why there were skins wandering around again. Jacob walked down the yard to where the hired hand stood laughing. Norm was the oldest, and had been with Jacob for nearly 20 years. If there was a second-in-command on the farm, it was Norm. Jacob trusted him as much as he could trust anyone. He was a big man, with dark, lively eyes, quick with a smile and a joke. He was also quick to temper, and still loved a good fight. As Jacob approached, the laughter quieted. Two were just dumb kids, no more than 16 or 17, the sons of neighbors hired as a favor. He was thinking of how young they looked, big-eyed and stupid. Had he ever been that naive? Of course he had, when he went to the crossroads and made his fucking deal. Hey, Jacob, we're heading over to the old scratch for a couple of beers. You up for some fun? Norm smacked Jacob on the back, none too lightly. Jacob grimaced, then smiled back. Yeah, I could use a beer or three. Jacob knew that some of the jurors would be there. He and Brian had formed the bike club straight out of high school. After Brian was marked, they named the club The Jurors. For the longest time, it had been just the two of them, having fun, riding around and building bikes. Slowly, others joined. Most were marked. All loved bikes. And all had reason to hate the judge. It would do him some good to play some pool and stop thinking for a night. He already felt lighter. At his side, Doc growled. Jacob glanced at the dog, then followed his line of sight. Wait. What's that? Jacob said. He stared hard out into the field towards Brian's farm. He could see something. It looked like smoke. It was definitely smoke. It was moving and getting closer. Now he could see the orange flames. What is that sound? Norm and the other hands looked out into the field. They saw it too. Something was on fire and moving across the field toward them. What the hell is that sound? Jacob had a bad feeling. He stepped forward with Doc beside him. The others looked on. 
With a shock, Jacob realized it was a man on fire, running and screaming. How could it be? What man could survive being burnt alive and keep running, keep screaming? Then he knew the only person it could be. It was Brian on fire, running as he burned. The horror of Brian's situation came to Jacob in a flash. His contract rejuvenated him almost immediately. As he ran, he fanned the flames. As he burned, his flesh regrew, only to be burnt again. The pain would be unbelievable. Screaming, Brian fell to his knees. As soon as he stopped running, the flames started to subside. Brian! What the hell's going on? Jacob ran to his friend, throwing a blanket over his shoulder, smothering the flames. Brian groaned and stood. The blanket slipped from his massive, naked frame, his flesh regenerating. He shook as he cried. He killed her! He burned the barn down around us! She's gone! Who's gone? Who killed who? Jacob asked. Anne! My Anne! She's gone! Who killed Anne? The judge! The judge killed her! He killed her, Jacob! He burned her! What the fuck? Why'd he kill Anne? The fucker showed up. Anne knew who he was and started cursing him out, telling him to get off our property. He laughed and shoved her back into the barn. We tussled, but the fucker's powerful. And then he set the barn on fire. Jacob, it went up so fast, I couldn't find her. I looked, I couldn't find her. He stood in the middle, straightening his tie as the barn collapsed. The fucker walked out smiling. What the fuck did he want? Did he say anything? Jacob asked. Fuck if I know. Kept yelling about what I took. What did I do with it? Seemed to think Billy and I took some. Did you take some? Hell no, we looked but never found nothing. Billy mighta. He kept looking. This is all fucked up. First Billy, now Anne. What's going on? Clyde, what do you think? I don't know, Clyde said. It would help if we knew what Billy had been looking for and if he found it. Yeah, let's go over to Billy's and see if there's anything there, Jacob said. He must have found something. What's Clyde saying? Brian asked. He's thinking the same. Billy must have found something. I'm coming, Brian said. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, we're taking Clyde. You better get some clothes. Don't think he'd be too happy to have your junk all over his upholstery. No, I wouldn't. Clyde sounded disgusted. Norm sent one of the boys for a pair of Jacob's pants. They would be tight, but they would do for now. Brian pulled the pants on, then shoved his feet into boots. The burns had vanished, leaving the skin clear and unscarred. Jacob could see smoke coming from Brian's farm. Should we check the barn? I found what's left of her. She's gone. Jacob watched the most powerful man he knew quiver and weep. His heart broke for him. Well, we're going to find out what's going on. Somehow we'll make him pay, Jacob said. Yeah, I got a serious score to settle. Let's get going. Billy's place is going to be crawling with cops. Won't be able to do much looking around. They started walking to Clyde, then Jacob paused. Hey, Brian, you ain't ridden in Clyde before, right? Of course I have. Back when we first got him. Yeah, oh yeah. He was being more careful back then. I just don't want you to get freaked. Freaked? Why? Brian looked confused. 
He knew Clyde was part of Jacob Steele and wasn't a normal truck. He knew Clyde was a demon inside a truck. Brian opened the passenger door and slid into Clyde, just as Doc walked in front of the truck. Brian saw Doc through Clyde's windshield for the first time. Oh, fuck! What the fuck is that? Brian knew Doc as a large German shepherd. What he saw was something else entirely. Its long, sloping head with fangs like a saber-toothed tiger, fiery glowing eyes, a massive crest of spiked fur on its shoulders with long, thin ears and curving horns. It had a long, tapering tail covered with black hide with a vicious-looking spike at the end. That's Doc. Jacob knew Brian would panic at first seeing the demon world through Clyde's windshield. Doc! What the fuck are you talking about? You mean your dog, Doc? Yep, Clyde's a demon. And when you look through his eyes, you see the demon world around us. Doc ain't my dog. Ugh, that's fucking insane. But Doc? Yeah, he's a hellhound. The judge sent him over to keep an eye on me, I think. And it'll just get weirder from here. Clyde, maybe close your eyes just for a bit. Might make it easier on Brian. Okay, but it means I'm blind to the realm where all this shit is coming from. Tune in next Tuesday for Chapter 34, It Was Unbearable. Stories from a Hard Place is a narrative podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, R.A. Jacobson presents another chapter from Hard Place, read by the author. Opening music by Noah Zachran. Production copyright by R.A. Jacobson, 2022. If you'd like to support Stories from a Hard Place, please go to patreon.com forward slash hardplace. If you would like a book version, either ebook or print, you can find it anywhere books are sold, including your local library. You can find links to all these and much more at Dead Cat Studio. That's deadcatstud.io. Thanks for listening. Keep the shiny side up.